0: Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another rider, another episode. Today, we're honored to have a fellow podcaster. He's doing better than me. Straight away, I have to put that out there. And um, I'm going to let him tell you all about his um, podcast. Nice to have you here today, Alex.
1: Hi, thank you. It's, uh, it's very strange to be the one behind the microphone <laughs> for once.
0: Well, it's, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure to have you here today. So tell us about your podcast, why you started it, um, wh- what motivates you.
1: Yeah, no, well, I started off doing a radio university course. Apparently they do those sorts of things. It was news to me. I did that and I was skint for a bit Uh, and then I got signed on to a company that makes uh, podcasts full time. Started doing that end of 2019. Happy for a couple of months except for having to cover the general election which was a bit depressing for Mm -hmm. various reasons. Uh, And then I went off on holiday, March 2020. Yeah. Uh, when things were obviously shutting down quite a bit. um, I get a text from my my boss saying, well, it looks like we're gonna have to do everything remotely. So I kind of let him know the kind of microphones we'd need. And yeah, I've been producing podcasts remotely ever since. The main one is a daily politics show called The Bunker. Do some for kind of big uh, private partners. Did one for Royal College of Nursing. They got to tell us what the last year's been like for them. A lot of financial stuff A lot of culture stuff Got Interesting guests coming in All the time really And you uh, Yeah it's, it's my job to Listen to interesting people Talk about themselves For a For yeah. a so living
0: So it's like me But mine is spontaneous But you're the More of a connoisseur And Well yeah <laughs> So Just to make sure We're on the same page You create the podcast And then you start running it And then you hand it over To the client
1: yeah, pretty much. I, I set the tech up, um, which, and I mean, my, my bosses have heard these stories um, day in, day out. But a lot of the time, it's people who used to run the country, kind of big people in the in the home office, former ministers and stuff like that, who, and to be kind about it, well, to be as kind as possible, possibly don't know how to use their phones and their computers. So it's kind of my job to make sure that we get a decent sound out of them.
0: So you get a lot of calls. How did, why is this not working?
1: Oh yeah, I haven't, I'm not the kind of, I'm not looking into it too much, but there's a few uh, high profile politicians on my phone who've rung me to be like, well, I'm trying to log in, but it won't give me the right page. Um, lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of politicians, yeah.
0: <laughs> they, they
1: get people to do that
0: for them, talking about, which is fine. Talking about politicians, what are they like? When which so, have you interviewed them yourself,
1: or you just set it up for them? No, it's it's my. I have to kind of uh, load them into the page and sort of be like, yes, well, you can't, because we don't see them, which is new. Because It's not like Zoom, where you just get uh, their bookshelves behind them and they're kind of angled really low down. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just audio, so I just kind of have to sit and wait for them to load in and just give them pleasantries as I would anyone else, really. I mean, uh, I can't say... I wish I could give you the gossip, but I can't say there's been any particular unpleasantness from any politician. Because you know what they like at this, they, they know how to turn on the charm when they're in a production environment, especially when they think they might be uh, caught saying something off, yeah, off the yeah, record. Right.
0: And, yeah, and you've got a reputation, you
1: need
0: to. Mm. Uh, of anonymously, anonymously, yeah, you've got to. Yeah, I understand. So, um, as a guy who sets up podcasts, and I'm sure there's many, many people out there who set up podcasts or, or want to do a podcast, I should say, what should kind of equipment should they have and what should they know? Well, I think it depends. There's not
1: too much you need in order to make something that's compelling enough for other people to listen to. Like, it depends what you're going for, really. If you want something where you're sitting important people down in a, in a nice fancy studio and putting the music beds in and making it really production heavy, you can do that. And there's I could talk your ear off about the kind of studio setups and microphones that you can have. But honestly, a lot of the time, you can just have a, a phone into the back of somebody's car. And that will be... <laughs> yeah. No, really, that that is something that... Now, it's, words, yeah. it's about authenticity, really. Like, a lot of my job can be making people sound more interesting than they actually are through editing. But there is a certain draw, I think the thing that people like about podcasts is that it feels very real a lot of the time, that you can just sit two people down who are kind of, you know, on the same, yeah, on the same page, And, and, and sometimes it works if you've got the right, just if you've got the right atmosphere, you don't need, necessarily need, scripting and studio production and all this stuff but as long as you've got the right idea for a through line for it it can work really well
0: okay that's good but it'll be would it be like two mics you say I know you can use a phone like we're using now mm. before I had the phone with two wired microphones mm. but they're getting damaged or they're rubbing and then you'd lose the whole episode it's yeah. tough yeah so I was, I'm gonna go for the Bluetooth. There's these two mo- wireless Bluetooth mics. Mm. They're or boxes that you clip on one to you, one to me, and it, the, the recording base there. Mm. Will go there. So I was gonna go for that. What have you learnt throughout your time being in the podcast industry that you wish you knew when you had started?
1: Oh, I mean. Formal training, I think I wish I had that more. A lot of what I've learned has been necessary because if I hadn't learned on the fly, then things might have ended in disaster. I think it's been interesting, because I think I take for granted a lot of the time how much other people are technologically aware. Because back in the old days, where I could just put a person down in front of a microphone and then I would just do the work of making it sound good that was fine but i really did find that when everything went remote you have to be patient with people who don't necessarily have everything in front of them and understand how it works because like i'm of a i'm of a generation where you pick things up and you understand them immediately and i guess yeah it's it's a weird industry because a lot of the time you get told that by the bigger production companies oh well you need a name you need, you need this and that in order for something to be interesting and for people to listen and for it to be successful and it can be very sort of gatekeepy and uh, reserved for the for the more important people but honestly it, it's, it's like I was saying you only really need good stories told by interesting people in order to make it something that people want to listen to and it's just been my experience that You can be surprised Like You can have High profile Politicians Or cultural people Who don't actually Sound all that good Behind the microphone Or you can have somebody Who's been working In I don't know Like uh, In in Well not, Not even Not even that Just like But I mean People on the street Can have those kind of stories But even people who've been Working in their industry For 20 years Have never spoken to People before But once you actually Get them started You can't stop them
0: yeah, people like to talk about themselves. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. In the sense of, you, you spoke about editing, and I don't edit. Mm. Um, I don't edit because part of me is very really lazy. <laughs> the, other, the other part is, uh, probably this is an excuse for the laziness, um, that I believe that I don't want anyone to say I try to make them look a certain way. Mm. If I don't edit, then it's like, well, that's what you said. There's no cuts, there's no joining, there's nothing. That's just what you said. Now, you know, if you want to retract something, later on, that's down to you. Um, how do you edit? What are you looking to remove or when you edit? Yeah, what are you looking to achieve?
1: It's weird, a lot of it is by eye. So when I edit, it's I'm seeing everything laying out in front of me I do it in different channels everyone's got their own one where I can see where they said everything and how long they've been saying it for and a lot of the time I'm trying to make it so that you get an even share between everyone you're not trying to make someone take over the entire conversation there's a lot of things where now because I've been doing it for so much I can see just by eye looking at the edit where people are umming and in, and where they're delaying the kind of things, like, from having listened to it before, I can tell where they're going to say a certain thing, and I can cut straight to that. I think it's just about... I never try too much to change what people have said, or change the kind of, the meaning of what they're saying based on the order of it. I'm always looking to make it quicker. It's always good when... Like, I'm never trying to make anybody sound different i think it's more important to make the conversation sound like it's going somewhere like you're trying to make it so that the
0: flow
1: yeah the flow like the the dynamic. Dance of yeah sometimes you have to i'm quite lucky to work with people who are good conversationalists and that's definitely what you need for podcasts and i can't say that i've ever kind of like manufactured a, a dynamic but sometimes you do need to speed people up and I think what I look for is to not leave too much space and to keep it as compact as possible while still letting everybody have their peace and say what they need to.
0: This is a question of honesty in honesty, Oh, okay (laughs) Um, I've had interviews before where I thought, Simon you need to improve and make this more interesting. You're either asking the wrong questions or this person really boring (laughs) But as the host You must take a responsibility Accountability That if the conversation Seems boring Then you're You're not doing Something right Mm. Do you When it comes to editing Try and make it Salvage what you can Or do you just say Alright We just write that one off I think it's
1: A lot of it comes down to When you're actually Producing the episode Where you can kind of Sense that A question may be isn't being interpreted in the way that you're intended by the person you're interviewing. And this happens a lot with politicians, where a question gets asked and you know what they could be like sometimes. Asked,
0: answer the one they wish they could have been asked.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> you have to you have to kind of take it with a pinch of salt that you're gonna be able to, if not on the edit, then at least in in follow-up questions, mm. to Get out of them what you're looking for, and it it can it depends really because you can go into an interview with somebody important or just or, or anyone that you're that you're bringing on the podcast with reams and reams of questions with everything you think that you want to cover, and then it can take a completely different direction. I think it really does depend on the host's ability and the like the panel's ability to get the dynamic of the person they're speaking to, really kind of figure out what makes them tick in terms of the conversation and then steer it in that direction. I think if you're just rattling off at the same list of questions every time, they can sense that and they can sense that it's it's not something that they, they necessarily have to divulge too much from. Yeah. Okay. It does depend, I think. Yeah,
0: I see it. That's a good point about the same questions because I do have some generic questions about five of them. But I try to feed off what the person tells me.
1: It's about the flow, yeah. It's it's about you can't you can't just kind of direct them back to your line if they're not feeling it. It kind of has to be something which you work out yourself.
0: So tell us about your podcast, the debunked debunker,
1: debunker.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all where
1: can what platforms can we find it well the uh the the general line is uh, apple spotify and wherever you get your podcasts which uh, which is at the end of every end of every show uh we do patreons as well uh not to plug but uh, it does pay, it literally pays my wages so uh they, you get episodes early by doing that that's how we mostly build our build our income we do we did do live shows uh and then the funniest thing happened where we don't do those anymore, but hopefully we'll be back in the summer uh, and people really enjoy those. A lot of the support we got came from uh, opposition to Brexit. Uh, That's kind of how we built the subscriber base, so a lot of the listeners are very dedicated to that sort of thing. Uh, So if you're into that, then you will love it.
0: Okay, and the debunker one, that's different, isn't it?
1: Oh, so yeah, so we got The Bunker, and that's a spin-off from another one that we did, which used to be called Remaniacs, and which is now called Oh God, What Now? Because we couldn't really talk about Remain anymore, because we didn't.
0: (laughs) We did it, we just did it. That party was over. Okay. Um, Well, it's been an an interesting conversation and guess We're running out of time here. Thank you. What's the impact you want to have on the world as a podcaster?
1: Oof, man, that's a that's a big one to end with. Um, I don't know. I think I want for people to think that it sounds good, <laughs> just simply, um, which has been difficult sometimes. We've had we actually had I did edit a podcast uh, about a year ago where somebody was speaking from their car in the middle of a thunderstorm, uh, and we somehow managed to salvage the podcast. Um, I think in terms of what impacts I want to have, I think, you know, in the the work that we do, a lot of it is sort of going over in great detail how fucked we are politically. And I think that I would quite like to see, if not making an actual difference on the politics of this country, at least to... Report on it and talk about it in an honest way, because I think a lot of the time you have people who are who have their own agendas for why they want to present their yeah. views to the world and yeah. the way that they want to they want to make their impact.
0: They're wretched.
1: Yeah. And I think it it would it would really, if I can say that I helped to amplify voices of people who do genuinely want to make a change and not just for you know, factional reasons or to get ahead themselves. Yeah, personal gain. Exactly. And and if yeah, if I can if I can talk to people like that and let them say what they want to say about the way the world is, then I'll be I'll be happy with what what I've
0: done. Last question, quick question. For those who are setting up a podcast, what platform do you reckon they launch from? I use Anchor, I've heard of Buzz Buzz um I can't remember the other name. What would
1: you recommend? Uh, we used to use Podbean. Uh, we now use Acast. I think it. I think it really depends on your on your budget. That SoundCloud is a good one as well. You can you can publish from SoundCloud onto onto podcast feeds. I'm pretty sure you can do that with a Prime membership. It's not ideal, but if you're just starting out and you're not kind of wanting to commit too much to publishing it, then I think that's probably a good place to start. Mm-hmm
0: okay well thanks
1: a lot no problem (laughs) and we wish
0: you well we hope you like that taxi chronicles interview don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode ever considered investing in the continent with the fastest growing economies and population on earth the same continent that holds 30 percent of the world's known natural resources Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.